Hi, and welcome to the Quick and Dirty Romance Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Sky McDonald, author of the Auntie Bell series and the upcoming release, The Not-So-Nice Girl. I'm Sarah Smith, author of Faker, If You Never Come Back, Simmer Down, On Location, The Close-Up, In Love with Lewis Prescott, and The Boy with the Bookstore. And together we are Sarah Sky, author of the best-selling Sips and Strokes, Vibes and Feels, and the brand-newly released Whiskers and Sunshine. Each episode, we'll dive deep into what it's like to be a contemporary romance author. We'll talk writing inspiration, give you the inside scoop about the publishing world, chat about how we write those infamous sex scenes, and more. And then we'll pull out and wrap it up in 30 minutes or less, but we promise to leave you satisfied. So if you haven't already read our books, be sure to check them out after you listen to this podcast. And feel free to DM us on Instagram or Twitter with any questions or requests for future episodes that you might have. So today we're going to chat about our brand new book, Whiskers and Sunshine. It's out today. Yay! <laughs> so excited. And you can read it right now. It's available in ebook and paperback on Amazon. Go read it right now. Go right now. Stop this podcast. We'll wait. We will wait. We are all so very excited for you to read it. It is the final book in our Unlikely Pairing series can't believe we're actually here but then again it's like wow we're already here so today we're going to just chat about the book is about what it was like writing an entire series together we get a lot of questions about that and what we have planned next for sarah sky yes i honestly sorry i can't like i can believe that it's the end because like we're literally here right now but i also like can't believe it because i remember when in 2020 when we're like we should write a book together it's a pandemic there's nothing else to do let's let's freaking do it and we did it and three years later three books later here we are we freaking did it we did it we cranked out a whole th- trilogy three books in three years i mean obviously i have high hopes for hitting records with whiskers too but bestsellers number one new releases both sips and vibes and it all came from well, I don't want to say shared boredom because we were talking about it before the pandemic even started. But the pandemic was definitely the catalyst. It was like, we need some sparkle and some fun. Let's write this book. We've been talking about it. Let's do it. And yeah, three books, three years. Here we are. It's amazing. I'm so proud of it and like just so delighted. I mean, we definitely didn't have a full trilogy in mind, right? It just kept springing up, springing up, springing up. So I just think it's beautiful. And they're all so unique, but so well tied together, in my opinion, and in the opinion of the early reviews that have come in for Whiskers and Sunshine. So very excited about that. Yes, I'm honestly, obviously, I'm proud of us, too. I'm, I'm so happy that readers really took to these stories, these books, and the series as a whole. And that's honestly, um, we wrote Sips and Strokes, the first book, just because we wanted to, and we didn't, we're like, well, let's see if people even like this <laughs> before, <laughs> we, before we plan a whole freaking series about it. And it turned out that readers really, really liked it, and they wanted to know more about the characters. So here we are, we have Harmony's book. Like, yeah. little baby Harmony has her own book. <laughs> little Princess Harmony. When we started her, man, I mean, I guess we can dive into writing this book and what it's about, because if you had pointed to characters in Sips and Strokes and been like, who's going to have a book? Harmony would not have been on the list, but neither would Marco. 
But then here you came with, okay, here's an idea that you're going to hate, but I'm going to pitch it anyway. And so, yeah, here we are, both of them, the almost antagonists in the first book. I mean, not really, but definitely if there were people who were not working in favor of Lily. Um, so, yeah, just like I really love that. But let's get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, do you want to give an overview of what Whiskers is about? Yeah, absolutely. So Whiskers and Sunshine, like we said, is Harmony's book. Um, it takes place at a dog rescue of all places. So Harmony is, and I know most of you have read the the other books, but Harmony is, just to give you an overview, she's pretty much, you know, like a, a princess. She's lived a life of privilege and luxury. She's a really sweet person, but she's kind of at a crossroads in her life about what she really wants to do. So this opportunity comes up where she inherits her great aunt's um, dog rescue. And she's just at a time in her life and she's like, you know what? Screw it, let's do this. So she goes, she's gonna take over the dog rescue and little does she know that the groundskeeper, Lucas, he is the one remaining employee there. And he is definitely the exact opposite of glam girl harmony. And he's gruff and salt of the earth and very working class. And um, these two are not the kind of people that you would picture to be <laughs> together, but they're kind of just thrust in this situation. Harmony's like, I'm here, I'm gonna take it over. It's whether you like it or not, Lucas. And he's like, all right, here we go. So it's just the two of them living and working together, trying to get this fledgling or I don't know this failing dog rescue back in the black and falling for each other at the same time and kind of I think it's too it's kind of finding love and happiness in in people and places that you don't expect it which I really love I, I love that theme in books so it's it's a wild ride for sure but it's a steamy ride it's an emotional ride and I don't want to give anything away, obviously, because you need to read the book because I think it's a beautiful book and we worked really hard to read it and you will love it. But the epilogue is like my favorite epilogue I've ever written. It's like the happily ever after on steroids. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't make sense now, but when you read it, it will, I promise. <laughs> yeah, it, it surely is. Um, so yeah, Whiskers kind of re refers to sort of the scruffiness, the obviously perpetual stubble that Lu Lucas sports but also obviously the dog element which was very very exciting and fun to write about but yeah harmony you know i wouldn't call it like enemies to lovers even though you and i both love that trope i would definitely call it more like opposites attract and then of course pro forced proximity there is more than one bed but forced proximity is definitely part of it too but yeah just about like finding love when you're not looking for it but then also finding what really fits you Right. Like as opposed to what you thought you were supposed to want or what you've been told, like this is this is your happily ever after. This is what happiness will equate to for you. And, you know, Harmony has been looking for that since book one when she was going to. Well, I'm not going to spoil. I'm, I'm going to spoil Sips and Strokes because you should have read it already. And if you haven't, you'll still enjoy it. But when she was going to marry Marco, you know, that was going to be her big puffy wedding her big happily ever after she was going to be a, a missus and that was going to be it and so now we're seeing her several years later really unsure about what happiness looks like for her right and finding that in the least likely place aka this dog rescue and this sort of salty but very very good-hearted man in lucas so it is really beautiful um 
like you, Sarah, I don't want to give away too much about the plot, but definitely it's a spin on, like, like I said, what happily ever after really is. And it's about inventing and coming up uh, non-traditional families is an important element here. Um, and definitely choices on how you live and children and different things like that. Making the choice of what kind of fa what family looks like for you uh, is very important. So the sort of unconventional family element is something that I really like there. And then, of course, I love the dogs. And if you are following us on Instagram right now, I am blowing you up with dog photos. I did a book giveaway and we'll be announcing the winners later today. But there are just dogs galore. I, I asked people to enter a book giveaway for Whiskers and Sunshine by showing me a photo of their dog. And I should have known there would have been a deluge. So it's like 24 hours of dog pictures. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but thank you to everybody who contributed a picture of their good boy or good girl. Uh, it has been very fun going through all those sweet photos. So, and of course, I have to mention too, I love this part. But there is a dog in the book that Harmony is very attached to, Phantom. And I have to shout out my hairdresser, Ashley, in Brooklyn. Uh, she owns Tangled NYC. So if you're in Brooklyn, you need to go get your hair done by Ashley and ask her about her dog, Ghost, because Phantom is based directly on Ghost. That's totally where I pulled Phantom from. Um, it is, I don't want to give too much away, but basically everything about Phantom was based on Ashley's dog, Ghost. So go to Tangled NYC and get her to autograph the book if you can't find one of us. <laughs> Yes, I, I love that part of the book. I love that that's that little nugget of like real life info. Mm -hmm. um, because I mean, obviously, all, all of this book is made up. This isn't based on mine or Sky's lives or anything like that. But it's nice to have that little touchstone from real life where Phantom, the dog, who is beloved by Harmony, is actually based on a real fur baby. And that that's really special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ashley is is awesome, and she's been telling me about her dog since she got him. He was a puppy, but he quickly turned into a 100-pound dog, um, And but he's just, like, the sweetest thing, and she loves him to pieces, and as I was writing Harmony, I was like, she definitely needs a dog companion and ghost, everything about it, and I don't want to give too much away, because ghost is very special, um, phantom is very special, and yeah, go read it and fall in love, and absolutely, yeah. Snuggle your own fur baby if you have one. Yeah. yeah so people are always asking us, Sarah, what is it like to write together? I've been surprised at how often we've gotten this question. At the same time, though, delighted because I do recognize that while it has been easy for us, it is not a simple feat to do. So what's it like writing together other than awesome? What would you say? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It's funny because you're you're totally like right because like in 2021 Sips and Strokes came out last year Vibes and Feels came out and like we've done promo stuff for those books we've also done promo stuff for our own books mm -hmm. um that we write separately on our own and that's a question that I get all the time like how do you write with another person and maybe it should be harder than it actually is and I can definitely envision how it could be hard if you're with somebody who doesn't have like a compatible work style or if you don't click or like maybe you just don't communicate well together or you have opposite schedules or whatever but um I honestly feel like well one we're friends so we get yeah. along we know that we're not going to be like oh, I hate you and like you just can't even like talk to each other 
so that barrier is out of the way. But two, I feel like we have really compatible um, writing styles and the speed at which we can write a draft and how we revise and how we both take feedback. Um, I think all of those are really, really important that um, maybe people don't think about if they were to try to do something like this. But thankfully, we've um, we've just found that we work really well together. We we brainstorm pretty similarly, I feel like, you know? Um, it's really easy for us. Like we just take, one of us takes each character and we just alternate the chapters. Like we, um, we come up with an outline of where we think the story is gonna go. Um, we also outline similarly. Like we don't get yeah, like some really 20 loose. page. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really loose, really like, all right, this is gonna happen, go with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like um, we've done this for all of our books together. Mm-hmm. And when we did this for Harmony and Lucas's story, like, I feel like not that we felt pressure, but like, we're like, well, this is the last book of the series. Like, we want to make this good. So I feel like we were really thoughtful about the kind of story we wanted to tell, um, the kind of character we wanted Harmony to be. Because like, you see Harmony in Bits and Strokes and Vibes and Feels, obviously, but you don't get like a real deep dive of who she is mm-hmm. as a character. And this is obviously like her book to do that. Um, so I think we were thoughtful in a way that, not that we weren't thoughtful in our previous books, but we're like, no, we need to make this really good for Harmony. This is our last, <laughs> this is our last Sarah Sky series book together. Like we need to make this good so I feel like there was a lot of thought that we put into that and we maybe like we went back and like not like completely like oh let's scrap this we have to start from scratch but like we definitely went back and like refleshed things out revisited things we wanted to make sure that we really did her her characters adjust or her we did her character justice because you wrote just for anyone who's wondering Sky wrote Harmony I wrote Lucas but again like every other book we do is was very collaborative we gave feedback we we revised each other's chapters like we did the standard um yep. process of every other book we've done yeah this one was you know and it's interesting how it's grown you know mm-hmm. over the over the books i think you're right about harmony because morgan in book 2 was almost an, an off page character in book 1 right she was dealing with her grandmother and that was the catalyst for bringing Calder into Lily's classroom but Morgan was basically a text messaging bestie we didn't really see her so inventing her was a lot i don't want to say easier but there was a lot less like known about her so we could kind of bring her up off the page kind of however we wanted with Harmony you had seen her in this terrible fall from I don't want to say from from grace, but like from expectation in book one, you know, she had gone. Well, you know, and indeed, she's one of the few things we I don't even know if we revised her in book one, but kind of massaged her out because at first she was super basic and almost not nice. But we by the end of the book, we really wanted her. And this was something I think we had talked about in an interview before. We didn't want her to just be a two-dimensional like that girl kind of character we wanted her we wanted to see her motivations and also her remorse at how she had been when she was younger but that was also part of her that we had already seen right and so then going into book two she's kind of like a friend in the wings but we know she's had some dating fails and we we know she's just kind of going along so really kind of tying together 
everything in a way where you see the depth of insecurity, um, hopes and dreams for this person who's had a lot of bumps in the road, but still kind of continues to be a sweet girl kind of thing, right? But getting down into what she's really wanting, I think she definitely had the most set up, I would say. And that so the need to make her story nuanced and more layered was necessary. But she was always one of my favorite characters because we chose to not just make her a mean girl, right? Like she could have yeah. easily just been the mean girl and that was it. But we really brought her up in in sips. So I was excited by the time we got to her. I do think it was right for her to be the third book. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was and it was different this time. You know, every time it's been like almost more of like a well-oiled machine, I guess, because the first one. I remember the first part of Sips, Sips, writing Sips and Strokes. It was almost like reading a book and writing it at the same time. Because anytime I got a chapter of Lily's, because I was Calder in that book, it was like, what's going to happen now? <laughs> it's like, where are they going to do now? Um, whereas now it's much more like we've we've got it. But the but the the framework is there still. It's like tag, 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 revising as needed. But yeah, Harmony definitely went through some iterations before we kind of hit the groove with exactly what was going on with her. Um, I don't know that this is a heavier book than the other two at all. I definitely think Sips is our lightest, like most. Da, da, da. Fluffy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the other two, while definitely beach reads for sure are, are handling some other issues, you know, some other things going on. And I'm really proud of, all three of them, but I like how we got into some things in the, in the later books that, cause that's one of the coolest things about romance is that it can be fluffy and it can be fun and it can also tackle a lot of really interesting real world stuff at the same time. And I think that's very cool. Yeah. I'm really proud of us for how we were able to execute the themes of each book. Um, there's, uh, there's something in, whiskers and sunshine that like it, like I don't think I'm giving anything away by saying like Harmony has um like you said Sky Harmony was a character who thought that like I was gonna get married and have kids and she's at a point in her life in this book where she's like okay I don't even know if I want any of that anymore because of my life experience and how her life has ended up and Lucas is somebody who is pretty firm in the idea that he wants to have kids someday because he had a an ex who had a kid who he helped raise for a good chunk of that kid's life. So that's his backstory. And that's a very incompatible on paper. That's a very incompatible place to be in a relationship, like wanting kids versus versus not wanting kids. <laughs> but I think, and I mean, like, I think we can agree that um, in just as a, as a rule of thumb, you shouldn't, disagree on that if you're gonna like marry somebody yes you know but I feel like the way that we tackled this particular issue it had a lot of nuance I feel like we were really thoughtful about it and we kind of give a different perspective like okay here's um how this issue can unfold in a relationship and here's actually how it can get resolved I mean it's a lot more complicated than that obviously yeah. we acknowledge these are fictional characters these aren't real people um but I'm really proud of us for the way that we handled the potentially heavy topic and still there was a lot of levity and humor and steaminess mm -hmm. in this book and and it all ends up okay like there's I, a happily ever after there's a happily the that, yeah and the way that we got there I'm really really I'm really proud of us like I think yeah. 
it's a very, um, it's going to feel well-earned, I think. Lucas and Harmony's Happily Ever After. And then the ridiculous epilogue, which is just oozing happily ever after. But yeah, that's the beautiful thing. I mean, I love, you know, as you're saying that, I love the swap gender role expectation, right? That the man is the one who wants the family and the woman's the one questioning it. That is very normal. It should be normalized as absolutely a thing, right? Like it, it's not, it, that does not follow along gender roles. Um, and I think too, you know, I am really proud of it because it's not just like with Marco, okay? Like we handled avoid atta- avoidant attachment disorder in, with with the character of Marco in Vibes and Feels. And, you know, one of the things we were saying when that came out was that we were very proud of the fact it wasn't like, well, now I'm hot and nice, right? Like there was a lot of work to be done to have this character legitimately come back because he really was the most irredeemable in Sips and Strokes. So we like authentically brought him to a place by tearing him all the way down. And in this one, it's not like, oh, you don't want kids. Oh, I do. Okay, well, we're going to be fine. Right. Like there is not that like just smudge it over and it is fine because that is a thing that you should not expect someone to change their mind about. Right. Like you can't ask them to change their mind about it. You can't hope that they will change their mind about it. It is a very serious thing that can be a deal breaker and an authentic one. Right. Not that you know, he chews with his mouth open or she sleeps with socks on. Like this is a thing that fundamentally can be a a signal that maybe you're not compatible. So I I agree. We did a good job of more than just waving the magic wand, right? Um, There is a solution. It is complex, but it is, but it's romance. So it's a happily ever after you're going to get your happy ever after. Um, But just in like a real, like an, an authentic feeling way. And I am very proud of how we did that with all of them, you know, and even in Sips, the, our lightest and fluffiest, we definitely tackled the idea of a woman who had kind of been conditioned all her life to kind of defer and say like, oh no, it's not important to finally stand up for what she wants and to name and claim what she deserves uh, in terms of happiness. So even that one, even though it is the lightest of the three, like I feel like we did authentic work with like, complicated topics so go us we're amazing <laughs> yes we are i mean not to sound i think so <laughs> well it, if you don't think we're amazing dear listener that's okay i am still at home with the proud the, the pr- pride i have in the work that we have done <laughs> exactly also why are you listening to this if you don't like us thank you so much <laughs> No, seriously, um, we have been completely touched and blown away by the warm reception that all three of the books have gotten. It continues to be just an absolutely beautiful thing. And we are so humbly honored that you all have enjoyed our work, both independently and together. Um, And, you know, we have big dreams. We have big dreams just because, I mean, I still think we could fan fiction anti-Mela, you know. Yes, I'm waiting for <laughs> to fanfic that anyway. She is ready. I am I am ready for her to have a short story, but you know, we, we do have ideas about what comes next. I don't know what we want to say here though, Sarah. Like just Yeah, no, and I, I mean we don't need to like I don't think we need to talk about every single thing that we have planned that may or may not work out. Like that's I uh, as just as a personal thing, I hate doing that. Like right. I hate being like, oh I'm gonna do these 97 things and then like three of them work out and then I look like dumbass. <laughs> I don't want to do that. But I also like, I've also, if 
gotten feedback from readers of our Sarah Sky Unlikely Pairing series, all of the books, and they're like, okay, well, what's going to happen with these characters? Like, are you sure you don't want to write another book? Or like, what I'm really excited is when they read Whiskers and Sunshine, like, who are the side characters they're going to fall in love with? And if they're going to want to see things from their POV, which would be really fun. Like, I mean, as many plans as we have, I we're both really, like, Sky and I, I think yeah. we're really open. Like, I don't know, if you're a reader and you want us to do something or write something, let us know. Like, I'm not saying that it will happen, but, like, if it's, if it's intriguing and if it interests us, like literally nothing is the limit. Like we're open to anything as long as we can physically do it, mm-hmm. do it. So like, I mean, I have like fun little offshoots of things that I would like to do in the, in the unlikely pairings world. But at the same time, like, I don't, I mean, I, who knows? Like if nobody wants to read that, then I'm not right. going to write it, you know? Like, right. There's definitely at least one character that appears only in Whiskers that I could totally see a book about. Um, And there are other characters that we have not come back to that I could totally see at least a short story about. So, yeah, there's there's plenty of potential. I would love to hear who people want more of. Um, And, yeah, Sarah, you know, one of the things that bonds us as friends and makes us such excellent, like, partnership is that when we say we want to do a thing, we work to make it happen. It doesn't mean it always happens perfectly. It doesn't mean that every scheme and plan comes to fruition, but we do have like goals and we do like to go work for them together as opposed to just being like, oh, well, maybe. So whatever we do next, I'm sure we will do with a lot of like confidence and integrity as we always do and just take it from there um but yeah we definitely have some ideas about what's coming next sarah sky is not finished this is not the end of anything and i'm excited to see what we can do and what people want us to do you know that is very much if we hear it let's see what happens yeah exactly i mean we sky and i are writers we have a lot of ideas brewing in our brains at any given moment. And we, we definitely have ideas for future books um, that we want to write together. But yeah, we're, I mean, I like to think that we are connected with our readers and on social media. And I try, I mean, we try to do a good job of like, you know, answering DMs and comments and stuff like that. And we appreciate all of the engagement that you guys give us. And we love Very you for much. that. So yeah, and so if there's anything that you're curious about, if you have like an idea, like let us know. We have ideas too, and this will not be the the only um, Sarah Sky book you will see from us. We have more coming, but um, we can't say too much about things right now. <laughs> no, no, that's where we're that's where we're gonna be for now. Uh, I would say this is our first podcast in a while, and we're definitely looking at trying to make this at least a monthly thing right now. You know, we, we've been more or less over the time, but people are still listening and we really appreciate all these listeners as well and want to make sure we're shouting that out. So we're going to do our best to, now that we are done with drafting, editing and publishing uh, for the time being, we're going to do our best to keep some podcast thoughts coming at you. And so obviously to, to that point, please let us know if there's something specific you'd like us to take a deep dive into in the next couple of months because we would be more than happy to jump on we're always happy to chat at each other so more than happy to jump on and talk about anything that you might want to hear us 
talk about. And on that note, that has been good for me. Was it good for you, Sarah? Hell yeah, it was good for me. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, if you like what you hear, please, please do leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you haven't already read our books, they are Sips and Strokes, Vibes and Feels, and Whiskers and Sunshine by Sarah Skye. Not Suitable for Work, Off the Record, and Nemesis by me, Skye McDonald, and coming out May 30th, The Not-So-Nice Girl. I'm very excited about that, and we'll be talking about it more coming up. And Fakers, Simmer Down, If You Never Come Back, On Location, The Close-Up, In Love with Lewis Prescott, and The Boy with the Bookstore by the prolifically talented Sarah Smith. You can find us on Twitter at author Sarah Sky, Instagram at author Sarah Sky. I am on Twitter, but more on Instagram at writer Sky McD. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at author Sarah S. And we love hearing from you. So please reach out to us and DM us with any questions or requests for future episodes. Thank you all so much for listening. We will see you again soon. Bye. Bye.